welcome to the YouTube of the internet. I am Chris of That He Is Called Driver. Joined alongside with me today is Jordan of That He Is Called Roy. And today we're going to be discussing the role of trust and individual um, autonomy in society today and basically just generally go over our views and possibly some competing hypotheses, hypothesi, on, uh, on the way we should go about treating, um, treating each other with respect to uh, like a, a, a personal responsibility and engagement of society, broadly speaking. But uh, we'll sort of dig into individual facets of our society as we go along through our discussion. So hopefully you enjoy. And with that, I'll let Jordan take it away. Yo. Yo. <laughs> Sorry, most Canadian thing you could probably say. Um, <laughs> yeah. the, uh, so today comes out of my, uh, the topic that I wanted to talk about today comes out of a, um, it's a feeling that I've been having for a while. And this is not a fully fledged thought. So today's topic will be, looking to turn what I've had as kind of this feeling and fleshing it out and see if we can turn it into uh, you know, a fully fledged thought or if we have to throw it out completely. Either way, uh, the discussion will be uh, fruitful because as we discussed in our last one, sometimes the journey is the important part and the target is the thing that makes you go on the journey. So um, my thought was essentially, sorry, my feeling was not a thought yet, that it's almost a cliche nowadays to call our society polarized in, you know, we have this bipartisan uh, associations in every field that we uh, that we engage in. So you have a conservative viewpoint, a liberal viewpoint, a Republican viewpoint, a democratic viewpoint, you have communists and capitalists and uh, or communists and fascists or communists and the whales or communists and God, okay, whatever. But you have uh, conservationists and non-conservationists and you have uh, farmers and town folk, urban and Canadians rural. Canadians and Americans. Yeah, even though we're pretty much not that different now we have this adversarial um nature to society which isn't necessarily bad competition it does force people to you know try a little harder i want that i want the job i want the uh i want the accolades i want you know this ambition that it fosters it motivates you to push yourself just a bit harder and innovate a little better but um we don't always need to be doing it and in all honesty amity should be something that we should be looking for in society um in places that we will talk about later that really don't seem to be the places that we need to be looking for them in um now we live in a we live in a society where we're no longer bound to uh, attack people who you know slight us we can just schluff it off um i believe uh in a recent book i read someone called it a culture of dignity 
where we, um, sorry, I can't remember it. If you do know the author, please put it in the comments. I'll look it up while you're talking. Thank you. So what's it called? Sorry. A culture of dignity. So we live in a culture where we live in a state of peace or as much as we can. Um, and we worry about that piece, this uh, Pax Modernia, Modernita or whatever, where we don't want to see it crumble. We want to we wanna live with, with plenty and with security for, uh, for generations and generations. Um, now in North America, at least in uh, Canada and the States, we've been doing this for a couple generations now and it's been good. But one thing that we seem to be forgetting is that we need to trust each other. And we, uh, that's not the author, <laughs> but uh, we need to um, understand that even though we are this culture, uh, this modern culture, we're still a diverse group and this is again this diversity which is part of our um which is part of the construction of our society um see john stuart mill or any of the uh enlightenment thinkers you know we have this diversity of thought where that in fact strengthens us and this is what has brought us a lot of our prosperity but at the same time we have such a large variants that it's hard to understand each other so you have you know someone from newfoundland talking to someone from victoria talking to someone from florida talking to someone from london england talking to someone from uh, italy and they're all kind of got these different perspectives and different contexts and circumstances that uh, some of the issues that they're talking about don't really make sense so we will align ourselves along meta issues conservatives republicans or democrats and liberals or whatever and you mean like we identify with that type of mentality or or um idea ideology well we silo ourselves yeah yeah and so but that's one of the things that we'll get in later but one thing that i'm thinking of is that we need to do for ourselves and not as a society but individually we need to learn to trust those people in society that we encounter not just that are opposed to us because <clears throat> to a large extent we don't even trust um we're having trouble trusting oh that person must believe like this so we need to do something else and i'm saying this not to society but to individuals because it's this lack of trust that not you not only brings the current culture war as everyone every youtube video is caught talking about although it is a definite thing there are people that are definitely engaged in um rhetorical battles uh, but there on the individual level this is something that creates stress if you aren't trusting someone then you are assuming that you can do it better or that you should uh, oversee something that they're doing or that your way is the best uh, but then this 
puts the onus on you to do it. And if they're in another state or province, then there's nothing you can do about it causing stress. So you have this, uh, we have this society where a lot of people are no longer trying, well, I don't even know, I don't want to do that because, you know, before I can't, I, I've studied history, but I can't say that, well, we used to do this, but I think the it'd be better to say that now in our current situation, we need to learn how to trust people that we don't understand. Um, Just to elucidate that a little further, maybe you could give us um, an, an analog to help us follow sort of that uh, that prevailing thought. So for instance, with teachers, we a parent needs to trust that the teachers are going to be responsibly teaching and, and socializing their children, right? That would right. be a form of the expertise you're speaking of? Yeah, so parents and teachers is a good uh, example. Uh, another example would be you hire someone to build a fence. Mm -hmm. Now, you could go to work or you could trust that he's going to build you a fence. Now, if you know the guy, you're probably going to be more likely to trust him, right? But regardless mm -hmm. of their actual expertise, right? <laughs> Sometimes mm -hmm. your friend, the plumber, is not the best plumber. Right. Um and sorry, I'm just sort of looking for like the the stumbling blocks or the obstacles that we find. Oh, uh, if we build it up, the uh, if we build this up a bit more, um, the stumbling blocks will uh, be a lot more um, dramatic. Yeah, it's like foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, wait, just wait for this to fall all over my yeah, feet. Yeah. Um, so uh, I want to kind of well, why don't we start by. Um, Yeah, so why don't we start by, oh, okay, actually, I'll, um, I came across this idea a while ago because uh, I was uh, thinking about how parents were not letting their kids go play outside and stuff like that, uh, or not letting them engage in play that the parents um, randomly decided was uh, um harmful to them too the same dangerous or whatever it's right? too dangerous they could get hurt it's like yes a plane could hit my apartment so i shouldn't be in my apartment it's like <laughs> no i'm gonna sit here anyways i trust that a plane won't hit my apartment and even if it does that's well c'est la vie because you have this potential in everything and to live your life with regard to the worst end of the potential is to live a life of high blood pressure <laughs> and you're going to stagnate yourself you're going to miss opportunities you're going to you could be going off and doing anything uh instead of watching the guy build your fence you could go make cookies you know cookies are way better than vigilance but now i'm not against vigilance uh per se um but there is a line to be drawn. And I think a lot of this is letting the world go on without you while you're there. So um, <clears throat> we all famously have to die. Um, but they, when we die, we give up this responsibility um, towards the world. We no longer um, have to worry about what well, we can't. Uh, it'd be nice to stay and worry about how our great-grandchildren are doing and you know give them sweets and whatnot but we can't we have to let that go 
And to some extent, what I'm arguing is to uh, walk softly and carry a big stick, but in more precise terms, you have to just let the world go on on its own and do your own thing um, because you are not responsible for a society at large. Um, you're responsible for your small part of it, yes, but you can't, uh, you can't be micromanaging every facet of your society. And so I'm essentially arguing that you need to kind of just let things happen as they are going to happen. And instead of being completely proactive, trying to be uh, irrationally proactive about everything in your life, maintain your proactivity on things that you do need to, but maintain a passive uh, aspect towards most things that are happening. Though, like I said, vigilance is something you still need to do. Be ready to react to anything. Well, there's a pipe leak in my living room. Great. I wasn't going to be vigilant about that. I was going to be like, oh, are the pipes good? Are the pipes good? Are the pipes good? Every moment of every day. But if a pipe breaks, well, what do I need to do? Laundry. I need to get towels. Sorry. I need to, you know, call a landlord or I need to call a plumber or I need to, uh, you know, get something to dry out the water maybe. If it's winter, well, I have another contingency. I can think about it, that, but now that I've thought about it once, I can just be like, okay, I'm not going to think about the pipes until it happens or until I need to think about the pipes. There, gone. Now I'm trusting pipes. Trusting people is a little harder because people don't fit into each other like pipes do. Uh, or So because we are very... Uh, we're, we're, we're very, we, we're we work in a, we're fluid. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, this came across, the other thing that I got when I came across it was uh, I came across a, um, a quote. Now I also don't remember where I got this quote. Uh, it might've just been off Twitter. Um, don't use Twitter kids. Just don't. Um, unless you're but, lazy. Yeah, but if, if you're a newsie, especially, don't use Twitter. Do <laughs> reporting. Like, seriously, be a reporter. That's what you went to school for. What are you doing? Shame. So <laughs> um, this person uh, essentially was quoted as saying, writing, how do we deprogram 75 million people? Now, this is, it sounds good. It's like, oh, all these people that voted this one way are evil. But did you take any time to understand them? Did you take any time to uh, uh, problematize? Speak to them respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> like get to know them, see what they're worried about. People, you Like both sides were acting out of fear. What do they fear? It's probably different than what you fear. They probably have different priorities. They probably have diff completely different contexts. And that's such a... Um, it's, it's a very condemnatory view of uh, like good third or, uh, fourth of your, uh, fellow citizens. So it's also a whole, bit high and mighty to think that you just happen to know better than 75 million people. I mean, right, just there's an quick, ignorance that's also self-reflective in that own, uh, 
in that own conjecture, right? Right. So you're you obviously don't trust uh, anybody who merely checks a different box than you. So first of all, there's that. But the word deprogram itself, I find to be a bit of a dog whistle. I see that when you, how do you deprogram? It's like, oh boy, I don't like that word. I remember seeing that word in my history books um, in certain contexts that uh, are so obvious that I don't even need to bring them up. Um, but it's almost like in, in the American system, talking about those 75 million people that we disagree with, mm-hmm. like they're, the American distrust of each other is so endemic to their own society. Like, I mean, it, it's evident in, in the Second Amendment uh, debates that they're having and the abortion yeah. debates and like every contentious issue they have, they just polarize themselves immediately and dig their heels in, you know? Like no guns, yes guns. It's like, but um, not just them. I mean, we're all people. We all do it. It's, right. It's it, more obvious and clear because they're doing it in court. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know we could chalk it up to a, a new religion. My religion is Republican. My religion is Democrat. It's like, oh man, can we be Christian again? <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to the Middle Ages. <laughs> that was That's, so much better. <laughs> it's like, oh boy. Um, but. Uh, the because having a implement to defend yourself is even like even saying that is a more nuanced approach than either side is taking um but you've heard like gun sales skyrocketing during the pandemic right like yeah things also, like that that are i've also heard that it's viable i also like heard that that you can oh, sorry but i've also heard that a lot of those gun sales aren't from the right uh there's a lot of gun buyers on the left going like, yeah, that's why oh, I use the example. Boy, I'm in Cleveland. Rising. <laughs> it's not just one side distrusting the other. It's both sides distrusting each other. Right. And not being able to communicate because of it. Right. Uh, and famously, the abortion debate is incredibly unnuanced. Uh, and even by saying that, I'm some sort of sexist, I'm sure. But I do take a very... Uh, you know, a middle stance to that, which I'm not going to get into. No, no, that's a topic for another day. Yeah. An um, of the, the, the dichotomy between perspectives. Yeah. And I think that if we, and when we have this, but the dichotomy itself is what I'm kind of uh, focusing on rather than the right. details. Um, because you have this dichotomy that enforces a lack of trust. Now, the, Republicans were in power for four years or are, it's, you know, a couple weeks or a month or two left. But um, the, now the thing is, is that they won the last election. Ish. Well, they won. It doesn't matter, you know, anymore. Uh, but we had to, now everyone, now the media, oh, geez, I sound like that, don't I? The, um, uh, the, the news media geez i don't even like saying it the lamestream uh, the stream <laughs> the analog media um <clears throat> the networks were essentially touting that the same joke over and over and over again and it was funny for the first month uh until about you know january uh 2017 when it was just like okay i get it Trump is bad. I already thought he was bad. Like I was, and I, and I was thinking he was an idiot the entire time, but I didn't 
ever want to hear again how the new thing happened or the the new gap because it's like it wasn't surprising it wasn't uh it wasn't anything i was like okay but what is he actually doing because he is doing stuff could we talk about instead of the words he's using could we talk about you know what he's doing what what's going on criticize his policy not his person and it was just this constant ad hominem it's like get it he's terrible but we need to get past that and actually do politics um and for me that was kind of an act of grudging trust in trump because well i'm canadian so i'm i'm a bit separate but there were certain politics that um now in canada we have just as an we have a another polarizing individual we have a couple uh buck a beer man uh which is one of them but i'm not in ontario uh so federally we have justin trudeau who is he says what he needs to say i'm not in favor of most of his policies there are a few that i'm definitely for but generally i don't like him but and here's the thing it's my prime minister he was voted in by a representative majority and I have to trust him to do his job. That doesn't mean I can't complain about it. That doesn't mean I can't, you know, uh, write into my MP or MLA or um, that doesn't mean I can't. Uh, That's your duty as a civilian, I would say. Yeah. The critical a, of your government is part of having a free society. Right. And I can still free and not do anything to keep it free. Right. I can engage, but I can't just be like, not my prime minister. It's like, yes, he is my prime minister. Yeah. And I He's not your preference. He's still there. Yeah, like that I I do kind of like how he's just kind of giving the middle finger to China, but the gun ban was absolute nonsense and didn't make any sense. So, mm. but that's a knee-jerk reaction to the whole cancel culture of, you know, today's society. Yeah, like, where we're more influenced by um berating people and flogging them publicly for their own inequities or impurities or improprieties, whatever you want to call them. We're more interested in mudslinging than we are in actually fixing or addressing issues. Right. Now, to be fair, uh, not everyone has a master's degree and nor should everyone have a master's degree. Um, not in the say that they can't just go and get one for fun. That's your life. Do whatever you want. Yeah, but practically speaking, not everybody. Could. Yeah, and like, oh, like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I build tractors. That's awesome. We need tractors. Tractors are cool. Uh, what do you do in your spare time? Oh, I, uh, I ski. That's also awesome. Now that person's probably not going to have much time or inclination or desire to go read <clears throat> half the books on behind me here. Um, nor should he if he doesn't want to. Um, but he's not going to want or need to form a very nuanced opinion. So we have to trust that that person's going to live their life in their way. And I have to trust that not everyone's going to have a nuanced opinion, but I can have a nuanced opinion. I have the freedom to have a nuanced opinion. And I feel like we should encourage that in society as people become uh, in general, more and more educated, we should uh, be treating nuance as a virtue. Um, but, <clears throat> um, can I, 
sort of dig into that if you don't mind i interrupt yeah yeah okay i'm gonna go back to where so i was the skiing mechanic i think is a really poignant um note because as you say not everybody can just get themselves completely immersed in all the tiny minutiae of scandal and politics today and nor is that even productive if all members of society were that spending that much energy all learning the same information it sort of makes you less capable of doing more with your country basically but on that same note i think the amount that people are con um devoting like their their mental faculties or energy or whatever you want to call it their time and energy into into knowing what's going on in the politosphere i think um relative to how much tv they watch and the garbage they watch on tv or relative to the number of ads they see i think is just astronomically disproportionate and i'd like to know what you think of uh well one of the things i famously say when um uh, especially on the topic of firearms is that people watch too many movies mm. firearms don't work like that they are difficult to use um at the best of times with the best of platforms and people watch too many movies and expect stupid things um they take a lot of practice and patience and discipline to use properly and effectively and responsibly and i think that we have a distorted view from movies now i'm not saying that some of those movies are you know shouldn't have movies like that no we should trust that people can make their own decision and this is again where we how that comes in mm -hmm. but we can't just expect everyone to align uh with it and that comes down to forming opinions uh based on faulty uh um uh, from faulty evidence or like bad evidence so oh i know how to use a gun because i watch a lot of call of duty or i play a lot of call of duty it's like oh okay i'm um you're getting blanks <laughs> so um but at the same time um to move away from opinion uh itself because you watch a, if we're all engaged in cnn and fox and uh this that and the other um then we're not living our lives. We're not, what's happening? Am I going to be destroyed by this party or that party? No, you have to trust that the government's just going to go around governmenting. Uh, and if it screws up, then you step in. If the pipe of government bursts around you, then you go to the government. Otherwise, don't worry about it. The government, what the government's federal government do, does barely affects you. The only thing that affects, the last thing the federal government did that affected me uh was an election and the firearms ban uh and i can't really think about anything else that they've done that has affected you directly. mean by interest though right like i mean the way your tax money is spent is a very much a big part oh, like the cbc public broadcasting thing yeah very much affecting your life in in, in latent ways yeah, no well there is always the latent effect so you know people are rightly worried about the status of democracy and free speech and freedom within the system. But this goes down to a fear uh, that people are actively, and people, some people are actively working against a, these things. Uh, I've met them, they were in my class. I've had them as professors. But um, the... Um, so how much should people be involved then? 
like uh, knowing that there's some people that should be into politics and some people that are too much into it. I mean, if the media is just think, scandalizing every, every right, they're making us think that pipes are constantly bursting when they're not. How do we differentiate coming. a burst pipe from a tap that's running? Are you going to lose your house? That pipe's bursting. Uh, is there a gas leak in your neighborhood? That pipe's bursting. Is a trade it, war a pipe bursting though? Like, how do you how do you depends? It could you be over a in a week. It could be well, no, but it depends. It's very circumstantial, mm-hmm. and you need to be aware of what's happening. But you can't be, uh, you know, you're not in the House of Commons. I think you and nailed it right there. You need to be aware. Of it. So you need to be aware enough to be like, okay, there's a, a new aluminum tariff with uh i don't know name a country france and you know france is buying a lot of our aluminum or uh italy famously buys a lot of our um our wheat which they use to make their pasta which i was I like I thought, yeah i was pleasantly oh our, we were we were in italy and they're like oh oh and they're like bread. oh your pasta so good and they're Italian like bread. oh they're like oh canadese you're you're, you're we get this is your wheat and we're like Oh, this is so cool. <laughs> like this mutual respect. I loved it. But imagine if Italy is all of a sudden like, hmm, no, we need to help Italian farmers, which is their prerogative. And so we're gonna put uh we're gonna put restrictions on the importation of Canadian grain. Now, me, I don't need to worry about that. It very indirectly affects me. Um, because if farmers are hurt, then there's a ripple through the economy. But I don't need to be completely involved in it either because, but if I'm a, if I'm a wheat farmer, then that definitely affects me. That affects me a lot. And I do need to get involved. And I, one, one of the things I noticed is that was when I went, um, you know, I went camping for a couple of weeks um, and we didn't have access to internet. We didn't have access to phones. We didn't have access to anything. We came back and everyone was just spouting this nonsense and it felt so vulgar uh in a way we're like we were so relaxed from having the headphones off we're like okay we'll peek at it a bit and if something interests us or something seems uh like it's important to us then we'll do it <clears throat> now um i bring up the firearms ban because i own firearms oh. and i would like to continue uh with that um sport essentially um and I find that the legislation itself makes no sense. And I don't like the idea of businesses being shut down out of fear uh, that legal owners are going to go around and do you know, nefarious things and plotting. And um, but at the same time, that's your money that they're going to be using to buy my gun uh, and destroy it. So, so what if they did simple things like you know those how those psychos are always taking pictures of themselves with guns and stuff like that trying to look cool or whatever like i mean if mental assessments aren't enough and registration isn't enough maybe we could have like more subtle things like you're not allowed to show off your weapons like would that no, be something you'd consider an infringement on your rights no that's stupid sorry no that's <laughs> fine i'm asking no because showing off your weapon is fine because it's People do the same thing with cars. If you've seen Instagram, you've seen people showing off everything that they love. Mm-hmm. Like, I made a pie. I love pie. Here's my pie. I would love to see a pie. Like, so my follow-up is how do you regulate further? What's a good way of regulating that? Just straight up education. It's people and like lawful 
gun ownership, just like we have lawful car ownership, which kills more people. Um, you support vehicle licenses and gun licenses though, right? Just to be clear. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I, I, I like my firearms and I also like my firearm control, but I like yeah. my firearm control to make sense. Um, and I'd like it to be rooted in reality. Now, the thing is, is that we are a species which one of our things that we do is violence and we are very good at violence and yes i would like to know how to do that in order to not do that it's a whole martial arts thing you learn to fight in order to never fight to stay out of a fight so um but yeah i think firearms training the basic firearms uh, knowledge should be part of every curriculum but if you want to get a firearm you have to go through rigorous education just like they do now maybe even more uh and yeah keep the mental restriction uh, the mental disability restrictions on like straight up because that makes sense mm -hmm. you have to earn that you have to earn that right just like you have to earn the right to drive a car uh do you have eyeballs no well then you don't get a driver's license yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh and um but at the same time, uh, like, I don't have hands. Well, we can give you a firearms license, but why would you want one? <laughs> but at the same time... Um, well, on that note, though, that's a good example, because people without arms are allowed to drive. Yes. Because, because there's tools that you can attach to, to your wheels right. or your... Modern technology is so amazing. Oh, it is. It's dope. <laughs> uh and I hope it just keeps getting better. I hope we like have people with articulate hands. We can just keep that's it. There's a there's a money pit that's worth throwing yeah. money at, like augmentation and and like new hands, eyeballs, hearing. Oh, Japan's all over that stuff. Thank you, Japan. We love you. <laughs> but just for the for the Sorry. channel and the viewers to just to make it clear though. So you're not um you're not about abolishing all rules and you're not about over-regulating like you're about no. finding a center balance between the extremes right yeah i'm what they call a centrist uh i don't i see generally personally my politics lie um to i, I take some stuff from the right and i take a lot from the left uh the um humanist liberal left not the new left um the uh I don't know if that makes me conservative nowadays, but uh, it's all relative anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it is. It really is. Um, we but, live in a giant <clears throat> uh, communist society. You would be very far right. So, <laughs> yeah, I would be very far right into Siberia. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> so um, generally, I find my personally, my politics lie that they should become more local. Uh, I don't see. Um, I do see the exponential growth of federal governments as being a problem. And I think people should be paying more attention to their school trustees, their local MLAs, their Reeves, their sheriffs, whatever. And that um, sort of brings us back into the whole, we should be trusting our experts thing, right? Well, yes, we should be trusting them to do what they think. But so I think we should go into our uh, go because I think we're, we're just kind of getting too digression -y Yeah, here. that's what I'm trying to bring you back. So um too digression -y. <laughs> yeah i'm sorry no i like that so there was three areas and i think we've gone over one of them pretty good is you have to trust other people to do their job and uh so that one is essentially yes 
if you're if you have a plumber, you're hiring them because they have plumbing expertise and you have to trust them to do it. Now, if they fail, well, you can definitely bring the hammer down. Um, and that goes for politicians, that goes for scholars, especially for scholars. Scholars need that. Uh, if they screw up on an idea, bring the hammer down. That's what peer review is supposed to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and discussion and seminars and and having quoquiums where everyone listens to someone talks and goes, hmm, I think you're an idiot. And then the guy up front goes, I, I can know Yes. And then the guy up front's like, why? <laughs> so... Oh, yes, it, there is. This doesn't mean trusting doesn't mean absolving people of responsibility and letting them, people get away with stuff. It just means let let a police officer be a police officer. Let a drywaller be a drywaller. You don't need to follow them around. Let um, don't get involved in things that you don't understand, but it affects you. Get involved. Definitely. Um, so that's a line that you have to find yourself. Um and you need to find if you're uh, being overly suspicious of people and being overly antagonistic. Now, um, I think the next one that I can lean into is the trust of people that belong to other groups, because this is a bit of a different animal. So we have different groups in society, people that believe differently. We have different religious sects. We have different um, uh, political uh, people that congregate around different political opinions and different political issues. Uh, people that congregate around different uh, political lobbies, people that congregate against uh, uh, together with around hobbies like yeah. environmentalism. Uh, we got all kinds of things. Knitting sports groups, teams. <laughs> uh, sports teams. Well, now, sports teams are an interesting one because I do enjoy hockey. Um, but you don't riot. No. Um, right. That's a now, difference. <laughs> the thing is, is that I will, I have to, now hockey is an interesting one. Now no, sports in general is just an interesting one because you have these artificial groups and I don't really actually see them as very bad um, because you have these things that people can align around and, you know, cheer for and come together and have a good time of every different uh, group. So you have this crowd of people uh, in an arena, uh, you would if uh, hockey was on, but uh and they're all from every walk of life they just they all go in there all eating the same hot dog drinking the same beer blah 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 blah, watching the same team and cheering except for that you know one couple in you know row three that's wearing the opposing team's jerseys in from out of town <laughs> but that's not a bad thing now the element of trust here is that you trust the general manager to run the team you're not going to run the team you probably have opinions oh you know that guy made a bad deal that time blah, 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 blah. and if you're living in ottawa and you're a senators fan then yeah you probably won't show a lot of trust um yeah you guys know what you did um but <laughs> <laughs> but um so you trust your GM and your coach to do the thing to train the players right and the players to try their hardest and you 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 trust them to you know, negotiate trade do deals their, and we'll do their best on the ice. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and stuff happens and uh, you know, you win or you lose. And at the end of the day, uh, things happen the way they happen and you have to live with it. You know, your team won or your team lost. Ah, but you watch the game and uh, 
you don't really okay there's some people that take it a bit too far and you know it's like oh all the uh this other team is uh you know they're all jerks or they all think like this or they're all this or that now <clears throat> interestingly historically you had uh in ancient rome uh you had the idea of uh chariot races now chariots were uh all built around teams and the teams are built around uh, colors so the whites the reds the blues and the greens uh don't quote me but um uh, now immaterial right so people would be cheering for the the blues some people would cheering for the greens some people would cheering for the whites and they but these these would be based around much like soccer is nowadays um which is a little more political than hockey they'll be based around uh class lines they would be based around political standpoints so all the populares would uh follow one team all the optimates would follow another team so populares and optimates famously is uh so you have the populares those who are using populist you know uh very tribune like uh powers uh you uh fighting for the right of the plebs to do pleb stuff uh and eat and stuff like that and the optimates are kind of more traditionalists um <clears throat> so I'm very, uh, but it's interesting. Roman history does have a lot of parallels, although I don't want to say history is repeating because all human would, history rhymes, though. <laughs> it rhymes, yeah. but it, it it doesn't really repeat perfectly. Um, but uh, trust in groups. How do we? Yeah. Trust so, groups? okay. Yeah. So I was getting around this. So these groups would fight each other in the streets like mobs. They'd be like a gang. Uh, based around who won, and they'd be cheering. Um, and uh, you get um, rivalries and, and violent clashes in the stands based on who wins. And that's that's not that's an old culture, though. You have a culture of you 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 answer insult with injury. Now nowadays, uh, our society is built around you answer insult with. Um, you know discussion you know you ignore them you uh but is that an expression of our violent nature having nowhere else to vent itself or is well, that you answer injury with injury corrupted system it's that was a very old system um our system has grown up around different ideals the idea that uh you know an eye for an eye leaves everyone blind um so maybe we should try something else uh and well, so we don't really though because the war in iraq was basically that <laughs> well we're human we're not perfect yeah um but <laughs> the ideal is towards the fact that you know you talk things out now the war in iraq itself was a america went insane in 2001 uh the western world went absolutely insane and they didn't really know how to act so they just lashed out and um it lasted for a long time and a good 15 years or so before everyone was kind of like whoa why did, that was that was stupid now a lot of people thought it was stupid but we were all insane um even in canada i'd to like to extent. point out that i wrote on the record that it was insane at the time it happened and i was only a teenager just for no, the not the act well the act itself was insane but at the same time we weren't thinking as a society clearly about uh our our reactions to that um 
And there was no way we could have, because that's... Yeah, see, I disagree. We absolutely could have if we stopped. If if we just stopped and said Saddam has nothing to do with a plane flying into a building. Right. Now, that's why... I that's say an airport was... security issue, and that that's a we've been bombing Middle Eastern people for a decade issue. Like, there right. was absolutely no correlation. They just made up evidence, and people gladly and willingly believed it because of that group thing. If enough people tell them that this is how it is, enough people will believe them. Right. And it just self-perpetuates in a feedback loop. And I think that's the pernicious danger inherent in following that kind of now segregation men mentality. When I say insanity, I'm kind of saying America for a couple months there all turned in the same direction. And this is almost the danger of that, where you have everyone going, you know, America's yelling at itself or, oh, you know this, oh, you know that, blah, 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 blah. And then someone hits them and they just all turn around to that guy and punch his brother. Uh, but it was almost like it built family. up on itself. Like the politicians were feeding off of the electorate. The people voting for the politicians wanted stronger action against anything because they were just angry. And right, instead of insanity. the politicians doing their job and guiding the people like Angela Merkel does, they just... They indulged and said, well, I want to get reelected, so I'm just going to be an angry bigot and start bombing more people and support the war. Like right. the Patriot Act should never have been passed. Oh, yeah. Her, well, that was an unfortunate and murder. That was like all yeah, kinds so, of unconstitutional. Uh, sorry, I'm just ranting. Yeah, no, I know. I don't want to get into the politics. Of no, the I know. But I mean, it's, it's relevant too... to the thought here because of no, the trust I know. issue. We had to trust the politicians and what they did was they just followed whatever the angry mob told them to do. Right. The opposite and, of their job as the experts. Right. Now, that's kind of what I'm getting at here is because America always all turned on a dime there and they didn't they trusted and they were uh, they they were failed. So um, now I'm not arguing that the Iraq war and the no, Afghanistan war were good. Uh, I'm not arguing that they did the right thing and they didn't even. You know, if they had gone in with an actual plan, those places might not have been absolute shit. Uh, you know, but, but back to what we're talking about, it's the trust so, of the experts. Yeah. The so the thing is that when we act as a mob, we aren't trusting the other side. And it seems like when we act as a mob, we're acting without regard to these institutions that we've set up to oh, like, i don't care so you see mobs nowadays uh famously cra uh, clamoring for uh this or that person to have this or that uh uh verdict in a case and that's not how that works and that's a really good example too you have a mob going for blood which is what america was doing now we have this happening again except we don't really have a target so our target is ourselves and we are have these groups of people that are going into each other now this is my argument for diversity uh and you need that other side you need that other mob you need that other um now in my uh in my opinion mobs work in a way that if you're in a mob you're not thinking so you need to not be in a mob. You need to be in a group of opinion because then you're sitting down on a couch. You're not, if you're in a group going rah, 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 you're not thinking. If you settle down and you, you can still be in your group, but a group can turn into a mob 
uh, and the brains turn off. And so we need to trust that the other side, not that you know they're right and we're they're right and we're wrong or we're wrong and or, or we're right and they're wrong, but we need to trust that they will act in the ways that best suit them. Uh, okay, that's poorly said. So we in there, okay, they'll act in their self-interest as you are to the best of their ability as you are trying to do uh, within their context and circumstances as you are. Um, is that best for humanity or just the group though? Um, now I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shying away from talking about groups here. So I want to kind of stay as an individual, but I think when we stay out of mobs, we think things through a little bit. Now we're so not going to individually when we don't subscribe to a group of ideas, we do better. Is that what you're sort of saying? No, uh, we all subscribe. We all fall down in on certain issues. Uh, don't subscribe to one group that forces you to think because you, you know, if you have one opinion on this, you have to have this opinion over here on that, uh, that individually. But that's not really what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is don't worry about it. Don't worry about what the other mob is doing it, uh, unless they affect you again. Like the other one, like it doesn't matter unless they affect you uh, directly, then just let them go about their stuff. Now, that being said, there are certain things that I think are very harmful about certain groups in present day society um, that I generally argue against. But if I'm sitting here making an argument, argument against certain uh, groups in society who I'm very hesitant to name, um, because then that will instantly silo me with the other people who I also have certain points of umbrage with, uh, is that I, I can sit down and I can argue with them. But I need to trust that they're going to go about and doing what they're doing. You can still engage with them, but don't try and attack them. So you need to trust them to some extent when they're doing their life outside of that arena of discussion, you need to trust them to keep going on with their life and not try and run their life or change their life. You need to just let them, other people live their lives, even if they believe something different, even if you think like, oh, everyone from Alberta is a hick. It's like, no, this is... There's trust so much in that context sounds a lot like respect, like forcing yourself to respect disagreement. Yes. Uh, trust, and then you can form some respect from that trust. Uh, yeah, or sort of hand in hand, though. Yeah, it's not like a blind trust where you just back off and let them do whatever they want. Yeah, and you don't need to like somebody to respect them. You don't need to like somebody to trust them. So, and trust, I'm using kind of almost as the word ignore, but I'm not saying ignore because, again, the the battlefield of discussion of we need to destroy the system and rebuild, you know, the utopia or whatever, or we need to uh, get rid of uh, the government and just have a completely free market. I'm just sitting here in the middle going, no. Uh, but that guy who's, I uh, can still, you know, let, just because a person sits on one side or the other or, you know, general or isn't an extremist and has just an opposite opinion to me on any matter, so what? 
that person is a person living their life. And I don't have to, you know, fret that somebody is out there having a different opinion than me. Because guess what? That's most of humanity. Um, so you have to let people go about their lives who are thinking different as you. And this is a trust. Um, it's kind of a, and if you trust them, you can ignore them, go on with your life and your blood pressure lowers and you can focus on things that, uh, that you can focus that are happening in your life. And when you're sitting in that spot and you actually do come to the arena, uh, of, and engage with them in a respectful manner, then your thoughts will be more, uh, uh well developed yes more nuanced more, more well mature. developed you'll be able to think about it and you'll be able to hear stuff and take stuff from your uh you know perceived opponent that may be of use to you um and it hurts because sometimes you're like oh i don't want to but i i don't want to think that but dang that's a good point mm. so <laughs> and it's a sting to the pride too when you have to reconsider your own ideas it's kind of for some people i guess it could be scary or Right. uncomfortable we'll say disconcerting would be the word for yeah. it yeah now pride is it's good to have pride you know confidence is a good thing but you have to let it take a punch exactly if you want your pride to grow a bit stronger uh and then and i guess that comes to the uh the diversity of opinion thing being yeah you know greater on the whole yeah so <clears throat> um I think that might be, unless you had a final comment there, it might be a good place to take a break. Yeah, we could take a break. Um, I, gotta, I yeah, want I to grab some water. Yeah. After the break, I would like to get into the last two points are yeah. um, trust in our children. Cause I would like to talk about children and trust in yourself. Uh, so I think those are the last two points we could get into. Yeah, in that's perfect part two. see you guys soon. Thank you. Ciao.